Hi everyone and welcome to another exciting episode of Trip Around Multiverse with your host, the man who's half man, half truck, Kyle Charles and... And the one dude with attitude, C.Y. Chung. And once again, we are revisiting one of the best wrestlers in the world. Oh, oh again, polarizing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very good, well known in the wrestling industry for being good, bad, and somewhat in between. Yeah, um, when he's bothered. When he's bothered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can tell when he's bothered, and sometimes you can tell when he's not as well. Which is most of the time. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about. And one of his many title reigns, but as a tag team, and if yeah. you haven't guessed, we're talking about Kevin Nash slash Diesel from his WWF, WCW, and TNA careers, which spans yeah. about 15 years, I think it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we went to have a look at his tag team matches, as Carl seen. The thing is, his first tag team title win with Shawn Michaels as the two dudes with attitude was on a house show uh, against the Headshrinkers. And this yeah. was on August 28th, 1994. And because it was on a house show, then we recorded it. Well, you know, we couldn't find any footage of it. So we're going to have to skip this one. Right? Yeah. So, uh, ranking. But I'm pretty okay? sure it was exciting, you know. Well, it's Shawn Michaels in yeah, it, right? that's why. <laughs> so we're going to skip straight to the second title reign. Uh, which is uh, In Your House 3, Triple Head, it's called, right? Yep. Uh, on September 24th, 1995. Um, two Dudes with Attitude, Shawn Michaels and Diesel again, versus uh, Owen Hart and Yokozuna. Except it's not Owen Hart, it's British Bulldog. Okay? <laughs> right? Yeah, for so, weird reasons. Yeah. Uh, well, Kayfabe, Owen's wife was pregnant, right? Yeah, and he couldn't make but it. But then, why did this title match get signed up in the first place? You know what I mean? When, and, and Bulldog already had a match earlier which was a 12 minute match against Bam and Bigelow so when he comes <laughs> out he's already not tired tired to say but it, I don't know if it's the reasoning was to give um Owen and Yokozuna a reason to lose but then it's Bulldog in the match not Owen anyways so yeah so uh, who, who knows who knows yeah. okay um and that, my one note I mean the match is all right Shawn Michaels as as you can tell is doing most great. Yeah, exactly. When he's doing the work, when he's flying around. And Diesel's actually not too bad either here, right? No. Um, Bulldog is powerful, though. Because Bulldog started a vertical suplex. Yeah. Sort of vertical suplex on Nash. Um, except that he botched the first one, and then they redo the spot. But I don't yeah, blame I Bulldog. Have you have you taken up a stolen vertical suplex before? No. Well, yeah, once. And yeah. it's sort of a, like core work for you, the person. Yeah, exactly. So you know it's it's the person that's getting the move done to them. They have to kind of they have to straighten up and and uh, attempts to abs and core to stand up straight. Yeah. Um, but you've got to launch yourself up di- uh, to the vertical before that. And I think yeah. Nash he jumped, but he didn't uh, have his uh, his feet up like 180. Uh, before yeah. he started, uh, you know, straining out. So, so that, yeah. Watched up the move. So, yeah. I mean, wait, it's kind of Nash's I mean, look, fault. When you look at it, yeah, yeah, exactly. When you look at it, when you know the technique is Nash's fault. But you could say, okay, Bulldog had a match previous, so yeah, he's so tired. He's still tired. Whatever, you know? It's like, it wasn't, it's not a big thing, but it's just like, it works in the logic yeah. of the match as well. 
okay. Yeah. Um, there's a cool spot where Shawn Michaels did a splash off Nash's shoulders as well, um, which was all right. Yeah. I, I, did you notice? Did you notice that the crowd cheer for Shawn Michaels like when he's coming in his entrance? Yeah. Getting uh, pretty over, and McMahon loved shilling Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Saying, oh yeah, the greatest superstar. Like, yeah. Uh, is you this, told us is this... when he was in love with Shawn Michaels. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. what I was thinking. It was going. Uh, did you also notice that they were USA chants? Um, yeah. When HBK was in the eagle claw grip by Yokozuna, the deadly eagle claw, yeah. which is basically rest hold. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, so a match is alright. Wood does a running power slam. Hello, Nash. HBK is finished. So, for the power slams, uh, Nash, then Shawn Michaels for drop to to Bulldog to break up the pin. Yeah, Bulldog rolls out. When Hart comes, does a top rope double axe handle, misses, right? Yeah. Gets Jack Nash power by Nash, and then they get a free count. And mm. it's like, yeah, wait, uh, so you signed the match with a guy who's not actually in the match, um, who's not the title holder. But then these new guys win the tiles off the guy who's actually not supposed to be in the match. Yeah. But supposed to be defending? Yeah. What's the logic? <laughs> uh, I see, like, to be fair, I can see why they made Bulldog take the pin. Because, obviously, they want to keep Yoko no, being... No, Bulldog the... Didn't take... Hart took the pin. Who? Hart took the pin. But Hart wasn't... It? Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like... Um, the guy not in the match took the pin. Uh, yeah, yeah, no logic behind. But they've done this before, like in another match. And yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. That yeah. makes no sense. Yeah, I mean, I expect from WCW where yeah, Vader pinned Ric Flair in a match that Ric Flair wasn't in. Yeah. Because no, Hogan pinned Ric Flair in a match that Vader was versing Hogan for the title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, WCW. Yeah, yes, <laughs> and here as well. It, it, it's like, why? why? Yeah, this yeah. is the nineties when they just didn't know what they was doing. Yeah. Really. I mean, uh, I mean if you meant to be protecting. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not confusing. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure Hogan done this in W in WWF earlier as well. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who, yeah. Who, who knows exactly who does what, right? No. But that's the match was all right. Um, but yeah, when it came to ending, you're like, what? what? I mean, it's a missable match because like, what's going on? This match doesn't make sense. Yeah. No what, sense whatsoever. The work rate was all right. I think you know they like decent stuff going on in the ring. But when when you have a match that at the end of it, you're watching, you're thinking that makes no sense. Makes no sense at all. At all, at all. <laughs> so yeah. that's that. Um, what did you think? You think it was missable as well, right? Yeah. You might be hearing it a lot for this whole thing, but yeah, oh, yeah. I think it was. Okay. Probably missable. Um, shifting on from that to Nash's, uh, one of Nash's many tile reigns with uh, his cohort, Scott Hall. Yep. Uh, the first WCW tile reign they had, Halloween Havoc 96, Outsiders versus Harlem Heat, which is a uh, Steve Rain Booker T. Yeah. 
uh, Steve Ray Booker T, obviously, champs going in. And yeah. it was confusing, though. Were they yeah. the faces or heels? Yes, because uh, they were National Hall are the outsiders being the cool heels they are. Yeah. And they're not even playing up to being heels, by the way. Yeah. They're the bad guys, but they don't overtly aren't bad, so they're the cool but the good guy. Uh, you know, the anti-hero good guys, stuff yeah. like that. And this is WCW at the time where they're not even pushing the WCW people, so the WCW uh, people are coming in and they're kind of plain. Yeah. They're like, I don't like to use this word, but they're kind of like burying WCW. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Trying to put the NWO over, which doesn't make sense because they're an invading force. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Colonel Parker and Sherry uh, accompany Harlem Heat, right? Yeah. And uh, Sherry slaps Hall. So Stational Sherry slaps Scott Hall across the face. Full view of the referee. Yeah, but nothing. Is this a no DQ match? No. That's what I'm saying. Uh, like, it's a normal rules match, so it shouldn't have been a disqualification. Yeah, it should have. I shouldn't. Have, or if they were going to do that, shouldn't? Why didn't they have Colonel Parker like distracting the referee so Sherry could do? You know, there's options they had. Yeah, it wasn't. <sighs> Again, it's gonna sound really bad. This point in wrestling is like probably the worst period of wrestling because lots of things oh, okay. that have no need to happen. When you say worst period of wrestling, you don't mean in ring work, you mean uh, storyline work or storyline work. work. Yeah. Because, like, like you said, little things like that as well. It's like, okay, you have the easy way to do this distraction, as, like you said, Colonel Parker's there. He yeah. can easily distract the referee so Sherry could slap someone. But you don't have him do that. And it's not like a hard thing to do. If Colonel Parker wasn't there, then you can get around that. I mean, then I can understand yeah. that happening, but he was there doing nothing. Yeah. I mean, you could have had even uh, Nash or even uh, Harlem Heat coming yeah. into the ring or something, and the ref going towards him, and then damn, the, the, yeah, they slap across the face. But yeah, it's just like the rules are very lax, except they're not, yeah. <laughs> except they are when WCW, you know. There used to be a time where WCW, once you were outside the ring, you couldn't get disqualified. So people hit people with chairs outside the ring. A bit like yeah. how evil does now. Yeah. Like, yeah, but isn't a disqualification a disqualification no matter where you are? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but they used to have that rule that you couldn't jump off the top rope. Top anyways, rope yeah, so. or you can't throw someone over the top rope either or you get disqualified. Yeah. Sidetrack, yeah. sidetrack slightly. Um, you know how you got... Okay. You know how you got foreign objects? Yeah. Except that WCW started putting this uh, protocol around because they didn't want to be racist or anything like that, right? Okay. So any 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 one that came from not America, yeah, they were international talent, right? Yeah. So they kind of banned the use of foreign. Except yeah. then objects became international objects. Wow. Because this first of all WCW, where the chain of uh, command didn't tell the lower, uh, you know, the right people what to say or wrong. Right. <laughs> They're yeah. just like, okay. Yeah, which is a blanket protocol we're going to apply to everything rather than maybe this not meant to be here, but we we have we can't use this word, so whatever. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, I, I didn't even know about that rule. That is so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so there was actually a neat, nice Harlem hangover that Booker T did uh, on Scott Hall. Harlem yeah. hangover being the, uh, what, the... Four top fifty... Leg splat? Leg... 
450 leg drop, basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this is where Colonel Parker... Yeah. ...comes in and... With the cane. Yeah. To hit. Except that Nash just basically stares him down, and Colonel Parker craps himself. Yeah, and gives him the cane. And then Which Nash, Nash uses is to hit... Stevie Ray. T- is Stevie Ray hits with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think oh, okay. you're pretty sure it's Stevie Ray with the pin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they hit, okay, here's the thing. Harlem Heat, they dress exactly the same, right? The only difference is their size, yeah. right? But Stevie Ray's slightly bigger, except that when you're watching on the TV, it's like yeah. when you're watching the Young Bucks at, <laughs> at uh, Double or Nothing, they kind of look the same. Yeah. Because this is before Booker T had, like, long hair. So, yeah, they looked... Because I kept the thing like, who's... Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Because like, if yeah. they wore, like, different coloured trunks, then mm. you could sort of pay more attention, but no. Nah, yeah. Well, the haircut's the same. They both got the moustache thing going on. And yeah. Like... A book of moves different, but when you're doing a pin, you can't really... Yeah, you can't see. You can't really tell from that. No. Anyway, he's, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he hits Steve Ray and then Hall gets the pin. Yeah. I, yeah. By the way, they do distract the referee at this point. <laughs> yeah. It's like, can you... Were they only allowed to use one distraction during yeah. the match? Was that a rule? Because... Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know, but it went a good match. Though. I don't think no, you could miss it. Yeah, easily. Same right. with what comes next. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Here's a strange one, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, so June 27, 1997. Yep. The Outsiders get returned the uh, tag titles. They don't win it even, right? So we can't even apply anything to uh, a rating to this match. No. Uh, I could, I don't even think the angle was good though either. So, because no. I was gonna uh, watch the match that sold out, but no, I mm. couldn't be bothered. Because I've seen it before, and I remember not liking it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, okay. So just a little background here. They had the match against the Standard Brothers that sold out, which was the day before, which was uh, January twenty sixth. Yep. Um, Rick Steiner pinned Scott Hall, except yeah. that. But the referee got knocked out previous. Yeah. So then another referee, yeah. was a WCW employee, but there to watch the event because he got given a ticket. Yeah. Right. Uh, as you know, as as you do for your employees, you you, you give them uh, benefits. Yeah. So then he counted the count. Yeah. And Bischoff, now being part of NWO, on Nitro said, referee, you weren't part of the match. Your fi- your account is not official, right? Yeah. So therefore, Steiner, uh, the Steiner brothers couldn't have win, couldn't have won the match if the referee that was there was not supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah, and then he fires the referee because he took a ticket off of someone, and you're not allowed to take gratis off of someone else yeah. employed by WCW. Yeah, it tried to be smart, but it didn't work. Yeah, then the Steiners. They told the Steiners to come out. Bishop said, uh, leave the belts or you've been breached of contract. Um, and uh, yeah, the Steiners dumped the belts on the floor. And National Hall take the belts back. And that's, that's that. That's, yeah. yeah. Like, why? Pretty crappy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, look, it didn't make any sense. No, it didn't. Okay. I get the logic, but then it don't protect anybody. No. And it just makes a whole ruckus. And I don't know if, if this was meant to push... Bischoff as uh, kissing up to the NWO. Like at this point, oh yeah, I'm drunk with power. Yeah. It just made him unlikable. Yeah. But the thing is, this 
what happened here would have been all right if they didn't just repeat for the next one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. February 24th, 1997, on Nitro, Outsiders almost did the exact same thing, right? More than a month later. God. Yeah, and get a hand of the towel. So Lex Luger and the Giant versus Harlem Heat. And uh, we have Outsiders crowned as champions, essentially, is what yeah. happens, you know? Yeah. So on Super Bowl the day before, it always is the day before. Yeah. Um, it's like, I get the feeling of this year that they were meant to win. Like, both times of these things, the right people won. But then, I this is speculation here, speculation. Nash and Scott Hall started, like, moaning, like, well, maybe, you know, we should give it back to us. Creative control, you know, we have all that. And then that's yeah. why they reversed the titles. Okay, so let's clarify. Uh, Super Bowl eight, right? Yeah. Nash and Hall yeah. uh, versus Lex, uh, the Giant, right? Yeah. Because uh, Lex and Lex Luger. But Lex yeah. Luger wasn't medically cleared to uh, compete. No. So he did. But he did, all right? Because he had a cast on. And he used yeah. the cast to win, right? Yeah. This is what Bishop tells us. So it, it matches up. Yeah, it's not as if they, they all of a sudden had to give up the titles. Bishop is informing the crowd, the people who might not watch the pay-per-view, exactly what's what, right? Yeah. So then, who, okay, so the match is Lex Luger and the Giant versus Harlem Heat on Nitro. Except that it doesn't happen. Bishop comes out, says, Lex, you did not get a doctor's release and you used the cast in the match. Give the titles back to the outsiders because they never should have lost it, right? Yeah. Which leads to Nash saying to Bishop, Fish off all your NWO crap, whatever, whatever, right? Yeah. I'll give you the belts back, essentially, if if we put all the belts on the line as uncensored. And, no, and realistically speaking, what they did as uncensored wasn't put all the belts on the line. What they did was the uh, triple threat team elimination battle royal with team NWO versus yeah. team WCW versus team Piper. Okay. Oh, yeah, I remember this. With the logic of WCW win, then all NWO title holders are stripped their titles and the NWO can't wrestle for three years. Yeah. If Team Piper win, Piper gets a steel cage match against Hogan whenever he wants, right? Yeah. And if Team NWO win, they have to challenge for any title at any time whenever they want. Now, that's good. This is kind of good logic. Yeah. To get all those stipulations and put the match together, yeah? Yeah. But if they just didn't do it, like, why do it the month previous? You know what I mean? They yeah. just repeat the exact same thing. Yeah, literally. You didn't, you didn't give the lost story time to breathe, really, and you're ready to put in the same thing again. Yeah. So, I would have said this ankle was actually alright if they didn't do it before. If they yeah. literally did not do it, what, a month before? Yeah, I would have 27. But Yeah, uh... so that's that's them on their, what, third title reign without actually winning? Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, <laughs> right. Now we get to an actual match they have, right? Jeez. Yeah. Okay, Wait. Nitro. Come on. Where am I missing a match? Wait, is Are you this... missing? Oh, no, sorry. Hold on. Uh, wait, wait. I said Super Bowl 8 before. It wasn't Super Bowl 8 or Super Bowl 7. Seven yeah. Okay, so that might throw you out from where you were. Okay. Because I've got uh, them versus the Natural Born Thrillers next. No, you skipped a good couple of matches. Really? Yeah, uh, there's two matches. 
that you skipped. Okay. Um, but I'll give you the lowdown on those, right? Uh, yeah. they, they, weren't, they, weren't, they were all right. They were all right. But, you know. Um, Night on, it was WCW Nitro, January 12th, 1998. Yeah. Uh, Steiners versus Outsiders, right? Yeah. It's an 11-minute match. It's all right. They came to work. The boys came to work. Uh, but you always have the shenanigans, right? Of course. Ref gets knocked down. Match man accidentally elbow drops Rick Stanley when he was aiming for Nash. Yeah. National game. Yeah, it was all right match. It went. I mean, it was watch. It's watchable. It was entertaining, <laughs> but it's just more about the NWO stuff going on out. And match man and Hogan having their what's it called than the actual match. Yeah. So. Yeah. This is when the NWO started to make everything worse. Um, and then we have the match at Super Bowl 8 on the 22nd of February 1998 which went uh, with the Steiners versus the Outsiders once again yep that sounds about right uh, four, minute, 4 minute match it's alright Rick Steiner starts the match beating up Nash and Hall yeah they're setting as well and then they, the Scott Steiner walks in Rick does that taunt where he, you know, he runs around and gets underneath uh, uh, Scott's leg like, you know, dog yeah. face criminal. Oh, this is when Scott's Scott hurt. Yes. Yeah, I remember this match. Yeah. Gives the tiger bomb to uh, Rick Steiner. Yeah. So Rick Steiner gets out. And Hall gives him an outsider's edge. Yeah, I remember this. And, that's, and then the Scott, Scott Steiner hands the outsiders the tiles. Yeah. It's all right. He joins NWO. Yeah, yeah it's all right. Yeah. For 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 us. It was all right. They were selling for, for, for Rick Steiner. Yeah. Yeah. Good on them. Actually put an effort. Um, <laughs> but they were like, yeah, we know how we're going to win. So we'll just, you know, well, make one guy look good. I don't know. I don't know what their logic is, you know. There was no logic. But then, to be fair, you know what I would re- I will give to this match? It brought us Big Papa Pump, Scott oh, yeah. Steiner. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and for the look. Yeah, I, I, it put a time it went on this short four minute match. It was more of an angle than a match, but it's still decently entertaining because Nash and Hall were were setting around and yeah. uh, bumping for Rick Steiner. So it was, yeah, no, like we'll see later on when, like you say, versus the perfect event where they're just not not really particularly bothered. But yeah. okay, um, I would say from what I remember though, I'll say it was good, yeah. but. I feel like that match didn't have to be on pay per view. Yeah, what was the point? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it could have been an angle. It, it didn't even need to be a match. But then no. again, why trade the titles back and forth with the Steiners if you're going to end up doing this at the end yeah. of it? You might as well just have a, a long, uh, a lengthier title reign. Yeah. And they'd be like Steiner brothers. You have one last match against us. Yeah. Uh, you never challenge us again. And then you have Scott Turner. You know, you could you could have done the exact same thing without trading the titles back and forth. Yeah. Whatever. And like, it kind of makes no sense Scott turned on his brother then. Like, if they lost the match, then Scott turned on Rick. That would make more sense. Yeah. yeah. Like, but then I mean, again, yeah. and then he could, yeah, still join NWA, don't we? Yeah. yeah. Well, how he did wouldn't really matter. Yeah. But just... he does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we go to... June the 14th, 1998, where Sting somehow wins the tag titles in a singles match versus the Giant, right? Okay. Look, look, this is WCW. Stuff does not make sense sometimes. 
And essentially, under Nitro, you get to choose as a tag team partner. Um, oh, no, sorry, sorry. So the event was on June the 14th, 1998. So yeah. then after the match, Sting uh, gets to choose as tag, tag team partner on the 15th. Okay. Of uh, June 1998. And yeah, he just basically hands Nash the title. As, as Sting's Wolfpack now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Another uh, weird storyline, which was awesome to me as a kid, but when I got older, it made no sense. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Hmm. Fair enough, Kevin Nash, fair enough. Yeah, that's, you know. that's like four, what, three tile reigns you've got from the, the tag tiles without actually having to, to put in the work. No. Um, good st- well, good negotiation business side on their, uh, on your behalf, mate. <laughs> that's what I can say. That. You know, it makes no sense about that either. When you think about it like this, and this may be me going too, thinking too far into it. Yeah. Luger was part of the NWO Wolfpack at this time, right? Yeah. And Luger's his best friend, right? Sting's best friend, right? Why didn't he just be tag team partners with Luger? Yeah. Yeah. See? <laughs> See? Yeah. Yeah. All <sighs> I can say is probably Nash was the leader of the Wolfpack and Sting is, well, would you say co-leader or whatever? Probably. A uh, high-ranked member, whatever. But I Nash think, is more of the yeah. face of the Wolfpack. So, yeah. Yeah. Shoulder okay. shrug, that's all I can say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. WCW. <sighs> um, so, going to the very last... Out- no, yeah, okay. Very last Outsiders title reign, but not the very last Hall and Nash title reign, okay? No. December 13th, 1999. Outsiders versus Bret Hart and Goldberg. Uh, Bret Hart and Goldberg being the, the champions at this point. Do you remember this? Yeah, I remember it being a shambles. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it very much is. Bret Hart got jumped backstage prior to this. Yeah. And uh, the camera goes in to show Bret Hart being beat up. He, he shifts in because pos- it's live TV. He shifts in position. To, to, to like sit down, yeah, and then the camera catches him sliding onto the couch oh, wow. in his injured position, yeah. But as the camera's coming in there, it passes Goldberg, right? Yeah, he's, he's hiding because he's meant to be in the scene in a second. So the camera comes in, Brett Hart's beaten up. <laughs> Goldberg then comes in, what happened to Brett? What happened to Brett? All right, but Goldberg, unless WCW are trying to say that you attacked Brett, yeah, because you're hiding from the camera. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, it's just it was like, what? You shambles, man. WCW, wow. you shambles proper. These guys. Yeah. So then Goldberg takes the titles, and and has a fight the Outsiders, uh, both of them, Nikolai yeah. Nash, on which they sell for him as well because he's Goldberg. Yeah, because Goldberg. Um, and, and this is like a six-minute match. It doesn't actually go that long. No. It's actually decently entertaining because it's Goldberg destroying them, right? Yeah. Brett come, hobbles down. Um, and he's beating up Nash. Yeah. He's helping Goldberg beat up Nash. Nash oh, Goldberg lines up for the spear on Scott Hall while Nash and Brett are having a to-do. Yeah. Where Nash hits Brett's knee. And Brett rolls down on the floor selling his knee. Yeah. Meanwhile, Goldberg... Has speared Hall and he's going to lift him up for the jackhammer. So then, I thought, hey, the time was slightly off here, right? Yeah. I think he was meant to lift him up 
lift all up and hold him up. You know how the jackhammer's got that stool? Yeah. While Nash then pins Brett. Yeah. Uh, but I think Nash went on top of Brett a bit too early. So yeah. by the time Goldberg lifted up Hall, he had to drop him. <laughs> you know, there's no stall on that on that uh, jackhammer. It just basically was right down. Yeah. Uh, on the pin, and that was it. Oh. Like, Nash pinned injured Bret Hart, who wasn't even a legal man because there was no tag. Except are we saying because this match started as a two-on-one, there was no rules? But because even... there was never any tags in the first place? Yeah. Who knows? Right? Who yeah. who knows? But this is why people get on the back of WCW because the the rules are there unless Whimsy we decide flimsy. they're not there. Exactly. Yeah. Bloody yeah. Oh. Uh, lots of, uh, yeah, nightiness going in WCW. Yeah. Great place to All right. in. So we shift on to, yeah, I mean, it went great, but no, we shift on to now WCW Mayhem 2000. Yes. Uh, November yeah. the 26th. Yep. The Insiders, mm-hmm. which are Nash and Diamond Dallas Page, yep. versus the Perfect Ben, which are Chuck Palumbo and Sean Stegjack. Yep. Uh, this match went about 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh, with the natural born thrillers at ringside as security and uh, above average Mike Sanders as what, commissioner? Yeah, he's commissioner. Uh, so, what were your thoughts on this? Okay, uh, um, we'll probably go on to the obviously we're going to the other match after, but yeah. this one it's going to sound really bad. My, this one knows what you say. Yeah. This is a kind of standard Nash match where he doesn't really do much. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, where DDP is doing most of everything. Yeah. I get it because, you know, DDP is the smaller man, so, you know, he's got a sword. Even though, even though a DDP at 6 or 5 wouldn't really be considered a small man, you know what I mean? No, but, compared but to it, the people who they were wrestling who were about the same height as well, so yeah, yeah. it makes... Okay. But it does. It probably makes less sense for Kevin Nash to be the, the, the guy that needs the hot... Uh, that yeah. needs to give like, you know. Which is kind of weird when we get to the next match. I yeah. say why it's weird. Um, yeah, I just found it boring. Especially... Yeah, I didn't. I, I I didn't like it either. It was a very uh, very very missable match. They could have like Ric Flair came out with yeah. WCW security to lead the natural born thrillers away. Yeah, it's like too many things going on. It's like you yeah. could have just had you could have just had the damn match. Yeah, well, I could I could tell why they did all that. So obviously you don't pay attention to the in ring work. So it makes yeah. sense. You have all the like the bells and whistles to distract people, but it didn't work in this match. It just showed how boring it was and how you could tell that Nash and that didn't really want to yeah sell to these guys. Well, Nash anyway. Yeah, and. The end was weird. I can't remember who he who Paige hits with a diamond cutter to win. That's uh, Paige hits. Um, the number of Stasiak he hits. No, no, Paige hits Mike Sanders, who wasn't part of the match. Okay. I think. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. Diamond uh, DDP diamond cutters Chuck. That's it. Okay. Then we get a jackknife to Sean Stasiak. Then yeah. Mike Sanders pulls the ref out. He gets diamond cutter. Yeah. And then you get the referee counting the the continuing to count the cat that Nash did the pinfall. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, this match did not. First of all, like you're saying, 
it did not mean it did not need to be 15 minutes because that just made everything more like, drawn out. Yep. It's where you're saying boring. Yeah. And all the bells and whistles and stuff didn't even help with what's going on. No. Now, usually you use them, like you say, to disguise the ring work, but it's just yeah. If this match was five minutes shorter, I suppose everything right. could have worked. Yeah. Um, but well, I guess as well, the other thing is the perfect event weren't viable mm. opponents no. for the insiders. Well, okay, I think it looks like supposed to be the insiders are meant to make these guys look like uh, what stars? Yes. Yeah. Except that they didn't. No. They they want themselves to look better than these guys to yeah. establish. Who's top dog? Because at this point, they're doing the, uh, the New Blood versus the Millionaires Club, right? Yeah. So, are you meant to build a Millionaires Club because they've been holding back talent? Except the Millionaires Club is comprised of all the top WCW guys with actual credibility. Yeah. Who you've been you been putting over blood. for years for no reason. But yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then you've got New Blood, who have no creative control anyways. Nope. So, they have no say in what they're doing. Um, dead in water. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't they don't get to look good no. at all. So who's the benefit? No one. Yeah. It's, that's the thing. It, it doesn't benefit anyone. And it's kind of dictates where WCW goes in like a year's time because of stuff like this. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> <clears throat> so we'll get on to uh, Starcade 2000. Yep. Uh, December 17th. Yeah, so yeah. about this point, the insiders lost tiles and they're challenging for them again against uh, the perfect event once again. more. Yeah. Uh, except that the perfect. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I tell you what, I was almost going to get mixed up. Yeah. Because the natural born thrillers and the perfect event, are, the the perfect event are within the natural born thrillers, right? Yeah. Yeah. But then when Chuck Palumbo wins the tiles with Sean O'Hare another time later on, they are the natural born thrillers as a yeah. tag team. Yeah. Oh, okay, but here's the perfect event, which is Chuck Palumbo and Sean Stasiak, okay? Yep. Yeah, uh, not much to say about this match because it's one of those that go a bit bit weird again, right? Yeah. Because but there's a low say, blow. Sorry, go on. I would say, though, this match was more entertaining, though, than the last then one. Than the previous match? Yep, okay. Yeah. There's a, Chuck Palumbo does a low blow to DDP in front of the referee. Yeah. Uh, oh, I see in front of the referee because the camera view catches the referee just out of the camera view. So who knows what exactly knows? what the referee was doing at the time, right? Yeah. But he didn't look like he didn't see it. Yes. <laughs> you know? He's just, all right, whatever. Yeah, it was. And another thing about this match, like, yeah. in Nash did give a bit effort. bit of effort in this match because he yeah. actually, there was bits where he was getting, like, worked over by. Stasiak and Colombo. Yeah. So I guess that kind of helped them get over slightly. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Again, yeah. It was... <sighs> like, there were some cool spots. Yeah. Um, I, I, like, I mean, the endings for these things are always crazy. Yeah. It's like, okay, how do we do the most convoluted thing possible to get to where we need to get? Yeah. Right. So, Storm Stasia hits Nash with the belt. Then yeah. he tries to hit DDP with a belt, but gets diamond cut on the outside. Yeah. Okay. So then, I, I, did you notice that Chuck Palumbo 
He went to pin Nash. Yeah. And he just blatantly turns his head to see where DDP is before he yeah. gets to pin. So he can shift into position where DDP runs around to the other side of the ring to pull Chuck's leg before, the, you know, the, the finish of the free count. Yeah. And he just, he turns his head so obviously to see where DDP is. Yeah. Uh, and this is, and then also like loads of members of the Natural Born Fillers come, come in the ring again, right? And then... No, no, they're going to be up outside. Yeah, on the outside. And then, I remember, doesn't Flair at some point say to Mike Sanders, uh, you might have a manager license, but if oh, yeah. you interfere... The if match... you set one foot in the ring. Yeah, the match will be... I thought, then, I thought then, what they're going to do is be really clever and have Mike Sanders set two feet in the ring. Yeah. And then go to, to Rick Flair, I outspired you because I'm above average. Yeah. Anyways, like yeah, like you say, natural thrillers get beat up on the outside by DDP, which helps no one yeah. except DDP. Nope. And Nash power bombs uh, for the one, two, three. Yeah, yeah. Um, and another thing, this match I thought was a bit annoying. Like the commentary kept them putting over how old Nash and DDP were. Yeah, I was like, okay, so mm. so, so well, it's also as well they had an interview prior to this with Buff Bagwell to yeah. set up the. Uh, the match and uh, Buff Bagwell was saying about how, how uh, you know uh, you're feuding with the perfect event slash the natural finish yeah do you find it funny that all of them combined don't even make as much money as you DDP for your contract and like so what you're telling us is these people are un- uh, like uh, the natural born finish are just a bunch of bronies yeah right it's like seven of them right yeah they can't even get to one DDP contract. But you're also telling us that DDP loads, makes loads of money, right? So should we... And and he's, they're holding back, essentially, the natural born fillers by yeah. not making... Less. So who is supposed to boom and who is supposed to cheer? Exactly. You're, you're trying to make these guys the good guys, but I can't side with them because they're millionaires. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. You, like, you've put down the natural born fillers so much, I can't even cheer for them. Yeah. You make sure we know they're a bunch of idiots. Yeah, exactly. You just... Because eh. this was that weird period in WCW where they were trying to blur the line between shoot and kayfabe, weren't they? You're like, yeah. It's not really helping anyone. Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. A missable match. I mean, better than the previous match, but also missable. Yeah, when, like you said, like the last match went like five minutes longer than it should have. Um, and then we get to Nash's final tag team title reign, which is in TNA to non-stop action. Uh, May the fourth, two thousand and ten, which was uh, it was broadcast on May thirteenth, two thousand and ten. Yeah, because uh, you know TNA stack tapings. Anyways, yeah. Matt Morgan. Okay, this also takes a little bit of setup because Matt Morgan had won the titles, right? Yeah. Uh, um, by himself somehow. I, yeah. I believe he had tag titles with Hernandez, and then he. Beat up Hernandez and took the titles for himself. Yeah, he became the sole tag team champion for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah the sole tag team champion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did he does... like? I know the gimmick was because I was watching TNA in and out at this time. That each week he'll pick someone to be a tag team partner, then he'll win the yeah. match and then beat up his partner and say, "I'm, yeah. I'm the but, tag team." But champion. they were never officially recognized as his tag team partner in the record books. They were just yeah. his tag team partner for the match. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, not official champion. No. 
it was just along for the ride at that point, yeah. Yeah. So they had no incentive, by the way, to defend with uh, him. No. Except that, I guess, if they didn't do a good job, he'd beat them up. Yeah, and even if they did, he'll beat them up. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm like, all right, Matt Morgan's heel, but your heel logic doesn't work, because what if you don't get a tag team partner? Anyway. Exactly. So, essentially, Matt Morgan beats <laughs> up <laughs> Wait, young... Him Matt Morgan. Sorry? He's called him Matt Borgen. <laughs> he is boring, but go on. <laughs> Matt Morgan beats yeah. up the Young Bucks uh, generation me at this point. Yeah. Max and okay. Jeremy Bucks. Yeah. So even though we're not ranked, I mean, that's not part of the match. It's all part of the same angle, though. So we have yeah. to kind of cover it. Yeah. All right. He beats up the Bucks, right? And then. Samoa Joe comes out. Yeah. Somehow he's got beef with Matt Morgan. I don't know what exactly the, the background is to this. I think they were meant to be a tag team at first, and that's why it happened. I could be wrong, but go on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it might be one of the many partners that Matt Morgan turned on. Yeah, I think it was. Tag team partner. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, but I mean, they don't really explain it, do they? All they know is that no. Samoa Joe's got beef with uh, Matt Morgan in the commentary. Anyway. Yeah. So he has a little scuffle with Matt Morgan, gives him a Zuguri kick and muscle buses uh, yeah. Matt Morgan, which is quite impressive actually because yeah. Matt Morgan is uh, uh, seven foot. Yeah, I was like, oh wow, he and he took on. it. Yeah, and then <laughs> oh, this is what Joe walks Then you hear the band's music play, which the band being uh, Nash and Horn. Yeah, with the generic rip-off version of the Wolfpack theme song, so they can't yeah. get sued. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with Eric Young, the the, the man who do, will do most of the work, because you know how it is now. Um, them them being about fifty years old at this point, with the Wolfpack slash Freebirds slash New Day rules, yeah. where you got rotating partner defending for the three of you, even though it's a tag team title. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. Mm. Nash cashes in his FIFA 5 briefcase for the tag titles, which is essentially TNA's version of Money in the Bank. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Nash gets in the ring, you know, waddles about a little bit while Matt Morgan on the floor. Bell rings. Nash decides to pin Matt Morgan. Yeah. Then, seven seconds later, Nash is tag champion. Yeah. Right? Uh, that's it. Match done. <laughs> Nash gets up, right? Starts breathing hard. Starts rotating his arm, his uh, rotator cuff, you know, shoulders. Like, oh, yeah. I really had a good match. So, oh, yeah, yeah. And he holds up his tag titles and so it's the hardest work in the world. Yeah. Kevin Nash, you're a joker. First of all, you know, put it that way, right? Yeah. But, and this match, I can't even rate because uh, it wasn't a match in the first place. Like... Uh, Matt Moore down on the floor from that muscle buster for two whole minutes by the way right yeah i say he put the muscle buster very well <laughs> give yeah. him that to be out for like a whole two minutes yeah i mean if Samojo choked him out after the muscle buster yeah it might make more sense why he's down for that long because some people kick out a muscle buster out of two counts so. yeah hmm. like if, if anything just... are you saying oh sorry go on i was gonna say if anything nash and hall uh, like maybe if you took a finisher from you, even get Eric Young. Uh, can't, yeah. Like obviously, Matt Morgan's probably not going to be taking a power bomb more than outside his edge, right? No. But we probably could take Eric Young's finisher. Yeah. Uh, or something, but it's just like okay, give him a reason not to be lying on the floor for two minutes before yeah. from finish, you know? Or like, 
I would even bought it more if he was put in the clutch and passed out, and then they came out. Yeah, yeah, that might have made more sense. Yeah, not the um, muscle buster, and then he just come. Yeah, it makes no sense. So uh, yeah, <clears throat> that's uh, that's Nash. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Nash's. Ta- so Nash's tag title reigns essentially three title reigns without actually winning the titles. No. Uh, yeah. Uh, several matches here where we said, well, I'm rateable. Yeah. Because <laughs> if we include, like, those title reigns that he didn't win, but he won, as well as the TNA title reign, which was, like, second most unrateable match. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very well done, Nash. Um, like. Because you managed to win titles without winning them. There yeah. are people that are allergic to losing titles, like Shawn Michaels, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I've never heard of that. Such a person who's allergic to winning titles. Exactly. Because, you know, we all know there's wrestlers who don't want to win. We don't want to lose their titles. So they, like, you know, hurt themselves or say they're injured so they can vacate. They'd rather vacate it than actually lose. But Nash is just happy with it being handed to him for doing nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I know back then Wikipedia nothing wasn't a thing, you know, or records were a thing. But, like, wouldn't you feel like... If you was a wrestler, you're like, you know what? I want my record on my Wikipedia page to have, like, you know, that I had these epic matches or I had worthy wins for these titles rather than, I'm going to search your name on Wikipedia. Oh, you was handed those titles three times for doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I just don't understand. But when you're getting paid like him, I guess you don't really care. So... Well, yeah, so you would think you either want to make your wins more epic by putting loads of effort in your matches, yeah, or you you think you make your losses more epic because then it's like, yep, yeah, I, I lost a hard fought match. Yeah, right? this guy was my best. You know, you know, I tried my I tried my best. Yeah, put someone over even. Except... But, no, I just money, money, money. I guess on it, yeah. Yeah, like like you say, like we like we said before, these guys negotiate their contract to match, of course, in WCW at the time, and it automatically arises without them having to negotiate. Yeah. So when you get to this level, and you don't, you, have, you don't really have incentive. Yeah, yeah, I guess to work that's... hard. Yeah, yeah, and you just coast along. Uh, yeah, it just but it does, it, like when like you say when we look back at it, it just doesn't make that person's reputation look particularly great. No, but like, yeah. like you can tell though that with him, right, we'll use him and Shawn Michaels for like comparison here. You can tell mm. Shawn Michaels always wanted to be a wrestler. Yeah, so you can see some of when he dickish behaviour came in because obviously he wanted to protect his character and all that stuff yeah but with Nash because he I'm pretty sure he's first off of basketball but he couldn't do it anymore so he went into wrestling he wasn't bothered like Sean would be yeah 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 yeah. so he doesn't uh, have the same drive as like Sean or Brett well does. I think there's also the other thing is he got pushed for being a big man yeah right 
And as being a big man in most of his matches, she wouldn't have to do most of the work. Yeah. Because the little why is he going to sell for a little guy? It just kind of makes less sense. Yeah. If he sold for a guy who's relative to his height, like Scott Hall or The Undertaker, or, you know, that sort of thing, fine. Yeah. But then it's, it usually is mostly the other guy doing the work. Yeah. So I don't want to say he got lazy, but then it's like, okay, the logic tracks, but at the same time, why is it you can sell for people when you want to, right? Yeah. And they just don't when you don't want to. Yeah. Like the perfect event, like we we're saying, they just yeah. Uh, all I'm saying is don't, during that time of WCW, the perfect event was just a bunch of jabronis to me. Uh, they not were. perfect. Event, the entire Nat and They were. All... Like when they first came in, I thought they were really good, and then they got jobbed out too much. I'm like, oh, I don't really. Jack, I'm not. I'm not cutting the ring work because I think no, they had. They were good ring workers, but. They got yeah. thrown into situations they had... It was a lose-lose situation for them. Yeah. yeah. They, they, had, they had no control of what was going to happen. No. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know what? We, okay. Uh, as we were saying, right? Yeah. Now, still, some reason, doesn't want to put the effort to win titles, right? Yeah. Let's do... Uh, even though we've got an AJ Styles world title match one to do, right? Yeah. We should do a Shawn Michaels... Uh, title losses. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> this guy d- just doesn't want to lose titles, right? No. no. And in a way, you could kind of blame Vince for that, for yeah. making his ego get that big. But yeah, he doesn't want to. Yeah. So and we might have to separate it from tag as well, um, depending. How many tag team right titles were he to do? Who? Shawn Michaels? Yeah. I remember because I knew he had. Oh, he'd even have one of the Rockers because they never won the tag titles. Yeah, yeah, the Rockers never won the tag titles. That's right. Um, but you know, he, I think he's one of um quite a lot of people though. The, the WWF tag titles. So yeah. We have to check out how Cena, we do. Yeah. Uh, Triple H. There's someone else there. Yeah, he has quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So well, yeah, we'll just have to look at uh, and and yeah, he technically did win with the Rockers, but he technically didn't. So we'll have a look at that as well because yeah. he never lost it either. So no. this is Shawn Michaels after all. Now yeah. he's Shawn Michaels, uh, who yeah, the best Shawn doesn't Michaels. want to lay down for anybody. Yep. Even he says now that ninety Shawn Michaels was a dick. So that's <laughs> okay. HBK singles and tag title losses. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, yeah, two times with Diesel, one time with Stone Cold, one time with John Cena, and one time with Triple H. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay, yeah, so we'll probably... Because it's Shawn Michaels, though, and he puts effort in... Yeah. These matches might end up being long, so that's what I'm saying. We'll split the, we'll split the tiles over. Uh, we'll split them from sing, uh, singles... Yeah. Tiles, tag tiles. Um, yeah, because okay. three heavyweight title reigns... One WF, no, one, three WWF reigns, one heavyweight, what heavyweight title reign, three yeah. Intercontinental title reigns, one European champion. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. We... But some of these matches are way shorter than others. Yeah. Right. And some of these matches don't even actually happen. So, <laughs> yeah, mm. we'll, we'll, we'll have to work out some, um, yeah, we'll, we'll work, out. work out the time. You know what? Depending on, you know, when, when we total up the time, maybe we can scrub it all in one, but we'll have to see about that. Yeah, to see, yeah. So, yeah. All right. Uh, that's it for this episode. Um, quite interesting. Yes. Very interesting. 
Um, uh, if we've yeah, hurt your feelings, sorry, oh, sorry, sorry. No, no, you go, you go I first. Say, um, if any of you are Kevin Nash fans out there, and we've hurt your feelings, we are very sorry. Well, no, no, yeah, but let's let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. We we like I said before, there's only a selection of matches. Yeah. Of Kevin matches. Yeah. So he might have had some really good matches that aren't part of this. Yeah. We're talking about, right? Yeah. True. True. So. Yeah, these might be the anomalies for all we know. Yeah, you know, he could have like a stellar track record and we just picked up the wrong ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not going to lie though, watching these were a struggle. I'm not going to lie to you. Well, you would have thought, Strain, you would have thought maybe with Nash having a tag team partner and two other people, like there's yeah. four people in the ring. Yeah. Match quality would go up because other people could take the take pick up the slack. Yeah, I think right. Sometimes that don't happen though. No, like honestly, I would say at these reigns, the only two I would say were okay were his reign with Sean, obviously because of Shawn Michaels, duh, and then um with DDP because DDP never felt lazy when he wrestled. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, okay, yeah. Uh, I agree with you that. It's just that depending on who they are, who yeah, their yeah. opponents are, I will say as well that the outsiders are bothered with the Steiners, except that then they nullified the wins afterwards. So it's yeah, like, so it's like, uh, well, what's the what's point? Yeah. yeah. Well, you could tell when him and Nash, when Nash and Hall got to WCW, they just stopped really caring. Well, no, no, I like Hall sold cartoonishly sometimes, right? Mm. Well, Hall, 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 Hall did the work. Yeah, um, but yeah, he, he he wasn't the same as he was when he was Razor Ramon. No, no, he he sold more outlandishly, I'd say. Yeah, like he wasn't he wasn't the bad guy, right? No. He was, I want to say yeah, at that point he was over overly protective of his character either. He'd, uh, yeah, he'd just be a bit less uh, serious yeah. when he's got. Unless because, I don't know, I was going to like have some weird theory that maybe because they were using their real names, they thought they could just do whatever. But no, nah, that makes no sense. So don't nah. listen to that. All right. Uh, so that is, uh, that'll be that. Us signing off for this episode of uh, Trip Around the Metaverse. Yes, sir. Yes, I sir. am, I am the man who wins titles without actually being in matches. CY Chung. And I am the man who has creative control and the clause of my contract where if you come in you get paid more than me I get bummed up to the same pay as you for doing nothing Carl Charles <laughs> and yeah um, if there is any good um, Kevin Nash matches out there let us know and we could probably one day actually watch it and get joy from it Oh yeah, I do want to throw the caveat of them being singles matches or tag matches or just all round matches. All round, because, all round. Yeah, because let's just say the more people you have to bring, usually, yeah, usually, <laughs> you can you you can do less work and still be brought up to that level. Yeah, because <laughs> the matches get rated overall, not not individually as per person. Yeah. So the best Kevin Nash match could be a multi-man match, yeah, right? It could be. <laughs> and we'd be like, yeah, but he didn't do much work in those matches. Still, still, you know, he he done something. Yeah, yeah he just, was there. He made an appearance. He turned up. <laughs> yeah, he got himself ranked high in a match that yeah. he wasn't really a part of, but whatever. So this one is not really bad. But I would say 
The best thing about Kevin Natch is probably his backstage skits rather than his in-ring work. Yeah. You know, well, like, like we said before, the man's got mic skills and he's got charisma. Yeah. Right? He's got presence as well. He's got good points, uh, but his wrestling is not necessarily the best points that, that he has. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, he got by on more of his size sometimes than anything else. I think he got by more on his size and his likability as a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah. Kevin Nash should have went to New Japan. That would have been hilarious. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that would have been something else. That would have been something else. <laughs> oh, you know, but I don't know if that would... He, he'd probably end up... Be, well, look, New, pa- New Japan pushed Albert and uh, Scott Norton and all them people, so... But he could have actually yeah. done really well there, except yeah. that he would have actually had to put effort in his matches. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, because even like Hogan, he's got a few New Japan matches. And I actually saw like clips and was like, I didn't know Hogan can actually wrestle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he did just... the uh, he did Instagrees there. Yeah, in New Japan, and Step he did over... uh, double axe handle as his yeah. finish or something. Step over toe holds and all that stuff, man. Yeah. He's, well, okay, look, look, Vince basically said to, I, I'm not sure if it's Vince, but, you know, the people in WWF were like yeah. to Hogan, you're a big man, why do you need to sell? Yeah. So, good point. But I think that's the logic that he kept on applying to all the big men. Yeah, because... At that point, it's just like, well, yeah, but then all, all your big men are generic. Yeah. They do the same thing. Because remember one... I know it's going on a weird tangent now, but I know <laughs> Big Show, he was doing, like, moonsaults and stuff, and then... Um, Hogan pulled him aside and said, yeah, you shouldn't be doing that. It's like, why? He goes, because they, they don't come here to see you do athletic things. They come here to see you be big. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay. And then he sort of adapted that. And then he realized Hogan sort of said that because it was pushing the limelight off of Hogan. Yeah. 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 But we're seeing the same stuff happening to Keith Lee. I yeah. mean, look at that stuff he could do. And yeah. then, you know. And that boy took a brain buster one time yeah. uh, from, uh, from uh, Tamaru Ishii, who's five foot seven. Stocky yeah, as hell, but still, still. You know, the fact that you lift a guy up for, uh, like, Keith Lee up for a brain buster, that yeah, guy was exactly. bothered. Yeah. Poor guy. And now in WWF, he's just a generic big man. He did, they've taken away everything that makes him special. Well, yeah. In XT, he was fine. And then as soon as he got to main roster, they took away all his awesomeness. This, 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 this. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. Uh, yeah, massive sidetrack there. But yeah, let's get sorry about that. Sign off for this. Sign off for this episode. Yep. Um, uh, thank you all. We, yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, yeah. And... We Kevin Nash fans. Well, yeah. mm. I mean, like you know, your boy is not the greatest yeah. uh, in certain things, but certain things he is good. Yeah, that's yeah. the way I could put it. He was good at being a, a human truck. oh that's a good thing about him he had good entrance music uh the wolfpack entrance music the nwo entrance music or the diesel entrance music nwo wolfpack and nwo one the diesel one was okay but once you get past the bit yeah it's all right after that okay yes yeah (laughs) (laughs) bye Um, bye